The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed with host and author of the award-winning book of the same name, Lisa Lutan. Lisa has amazing tips to help you slow down, get healthy, manage your time, improve your relationships, and deal with stress. Now, here is Lisa Lutan. Hey everyone, it's Lisa and welcome to my show where I get to introduce you to my favorite health and wellness rock stars. You should all know by now that I give a big thumbs down to refined sugar. In fact, not only do I personally try to stay away from it most of the time, I also help my clients reduce the white stuff from their lives too. And as a health and lifestyle coach, I work with so many people around food and stress, and I've learned that you, if you or someone in your family has food allergies or sensitivities, it's really hard to find places that understand and respect your needs. My guest today understands very, very well. Debbie Adler is the owner of the nationally renowned allergy-free, vegan, gluten-free, sugar-free bakery, Sweet Debbie's Organic Cupcakes, located in Los Angeles. In addition to owning her fabulous bakery, Debbie is also the author of Sweet Debbie's Organic Treats, which won all sorts of awards. And Debbie's been featured everywhere from the LA Times to NPR's Here and Now. And her recipes are published in magazines, blogs, websites, everywhere. Debbie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lisa. It's so nice to have you here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, Debbie, I start every single guest with my five Ask Every Guest questions. So let's start. Number one, what did you have for breakfast today? Oh, I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> oh, right. You're in L.A. <laughs> what will you have for breakfast today? Oh, my God. That's such a good question because I, I'm so not the norm. I don't really have a breakfast per se, it's more like what were the leftovers from last night's dinner? And that to me is so, I don't know, enticing to have with my coffee, something savory from, you know, if it's a veggie burger or pizza, you know, all these are homemade things that I make for my family. And then I just make sure I have leftovers and I have it the next morning with coffee. I just, I don't know that that's just my thing. Sounds good to me. How do you spend the first hour of your day? I like to do Qigong. That's a, a, a Qigong. It's a new thing for me. Um, I just like to do something, you know, to de-stress and get ready for the day and, you know, center myself. Um, I do some exercise, you know, run around my backyard with my dog and then feel more like, okay, I'm ready for the day. What do you do for fun? Well, um, for fun, I do um, my exercises. I play with my my son, who's nine now. Uh, You know, I play games. You know, we have board games. 
Um, I just enjoy being with him. He's so interesting, as I'm sure you know. You have children. It's just really fun being around kids. They're so, so unpredictable and very funny. What is the one thing you do every day that has a huge impact on your life? Um, I guess it would have to be um, interacting with my followers, you know, people who are interested in what I do, because I also do plant-based cooking now. I teach that as well as my owning my bakery and just answering their questions every day on Facebook or they email me personally. I, I just find that very rewarding. And who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, I'm inspired by people who want to make a difference in other people's lives and for the better, you know, especially through food because a lot of people don't realize that they could change their health, reverse disease through their health, and I'm just inspired by these pioneers who, against all odds, against big companies who say, no, you're wrong, they, they persevere and they keep going for the, for the good of, of everybody. Amen to that. So, Debbie, I would love to hear how you went from this girl growing up in Queens, New York, to ending up in L.A. as the Cupcake Queen. Tell us about your journey. Oh, my God. That is is a very interesting question. Uh, I think I've had every career in the alphabet, starting with A. Uh, You know, I was an accountant in New York. (laughs) And I, you know, got my CPA and I was miserable. Um, I knew this was not my calling. So I went out to L.A. to be an actress and I did that for a while. And, you know, I have to say I, I enjoyed it. It was just my dream and I pursued it to the hilt. I loved it. But, you know, there came a time when I said, you know what, I'd rather be more in control of my life, my destiny, which you are not if you're an actor. So I decided to become an entrepreneur. Um, I always liked sweets. I always had a sweet tooth. And I knew being very, I was always into nutrition. Even though I didn't study it in school, I studied it on my own. And I realized, this is going back 12 years, that you know sugar was very bad for you. And everything in the store, even, even Whole Foods, Everything had sugar, or they said evaporated cane juice, even if it was organic, um, evaporated cane juice, which is sugar. I said, ah, you know, I, I can't believe this doesn't exist. I, I want something sugar-free, but, you know, but sweet. And I said, I can't believe I'm going to have to figure this out myself. By the way, I, I, did, I did not bake. I was not a baker. And I just was so determined to have a cupcake that was sugar-free, you know, without saccharin, of course that I decided to start experimenting in my kitchen. And that became my career because once I figured it out and it was so good, people said, you know, I'm sure other people would want this. And I opened up Sweet Debbie's Organic Cupcakes in 2005. And all of a sudden, Hollywood came knocking on my door. You know, I was in L.A. as an actor for 10 years. Nobody really cared until I opened up Sweet Debbie's. And then all the directors, all the actors, all the producers who were rejecting me as an actor, they wanted my <laughs> cupcakes. And it was, it was just a good feeling. Like I had produced something that, that everybody wanted and that I knew was healthy. You know, I was using at the time... Um, 
xylitol, but because that's the only thing that was available at the time, stevia was not considered safe. I mean, it sounds ridiculous now because the FDA in America was, said it wasn't safe. But after 2008, they did say it was safe, and I was able to use stevia in combination with coconut nectar. And the reason I wanted to change from xylitol is because it has a tendency to cause digestive distress in some people. And, you know, I thought, you know, let's try to avoid that. And that's when I came up with the other combination, stevia, coconut nectar, home run, delicious, tastes like sugar, but it's not. And my, my, my business just went, you know, quadrupled. It, w- it was just amazing. And, um, and, and my, my son was born in uh, 2008 as well. Um, we found out he had food allergies, severe, severe food allergies to most of the top eight food allergens. You know, that's dairy, eggs, nuts, tree nuts. Um, and I had to revamp my bakery. I mean, I couldn't own a bakery that my son couldn't have a cupcake or cookie from. And I had to relearn everything. I had just figured out how to do everything sugar-free. Now I had to realize, oh, how, how am I going to do this without eggs? How, what do I substitute for dairy? What do I substitute for uh, whatever else I was eating, soy, whatever it was? I had to eliminate all those allergens. And I did. It took a year. And then I reopened a year later in 2009, allergen-free. And again, business just went crazy because there was such a demand. There were so many people that needed the allergy-free. And, and then, you know, that's where we are today. My, my, my company is still allergy-free. And I have, like I said, I expanded into plant-based cooking as well. Um, so I teach uh, courses online. Um, so it's just gone crazy. And now I have a, a book coming out, Sweet, Savory, and Free, on June 6th that shares all my, my savory and sweet recipes that I make at home and at my bakery. So what might be an example of something savory that you offer at your bakery? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's so many things. Um, enchiladas and, and eggplant parmesan. When I say parmesan, of course, there's no dairy. I figured out how to do things without dairy, without using, by the way, the, the fake cheese that they make. Um, nothing against it, but I just wanted to use whole foods in everything I, I make. So, I so like nutritional out. yeast and things yes, like that? Yes, yes, nutritional yeast and making a Parmesan with, with seeds and, and spices. So you feel like you're eating Parmesan. Um, oh, gosh, I, I, I do so many things. Omelets without eggs, um, pizza. I mean, really, really good stuff, easy to make, really tasty. I make, I make dinner parties, plant-based. I don't say anything to my friends. I just, you know, do what I do. And people are going up for seconds. They're going up for thirds. And then finally, at the end of the evening, I'll say, oh, by the way, you know, you just had a plant-based meal. No animal protein, no this, no that, no dairy, no eggs. And they're like, what? Really? I mean, they don't miss it. Right, it's, it's so, so true. So, so is everything that you make vegan, gluten-free, sugar-free, or mm-hmm. is it are different mm-hmm. things labeled differently? No, everything is the same. I don't want to deal with, you know, oh, wait, was there cross-contamination? I don't want to deal with that. So everything is the same. Now, what do you think about, like, almond flour and coconut flour and all those? 
I love almond flour. I, I, I love it. Um, I, I can't use it at my bakery because it is a tree nut, but I love, I mean, for myself, I don't have any allergies, so my, for myself, I love using it because, obviously, it's, it's high in protein and, um, you know, cookies taste delicious with almond flour. just has a great texture. I just can't use it at my bakery. And same with coconut flour. I mean, coconut is, is not a tree nut. I should make a point of saying that because it was mislabeled as one by the FDA. Um, it is not. It is a fruit, or more specifically, it's a droop. A droop is a fruit with a big, big, big pit in the middle, and that's what a coconut is. So it's not a tree nut, but I still don't use it. People, I never you know. heard of a droop. Is an oh. avocado a droop? Uh, I think so. Uh, well, That's it's more of a cool. fruit. Yeah. So, so, but I just, yeah. So anyway, coconut flour, coconut is not a, a tree nut, but I still, I have not used it because I just developed my recipes without it. So what do you use then as a base, like a flour? Oh, okay. So I made up my own gluten-free flour mix. It's um, a millet flour and teff flour and um, sorghum flour, um, teff flour, and it's a, certain, it's a certain ratio of those flours, and it's delicious. It, it, really, people can't tell that it's gluten-free. Sometimes gluten-free flours have a tendency to be a little bit gritty, and this is not. It's very smooth. If, if, if you don't tell anybody, they don't know that it's gluten-free. So do you think that most people that come by your store are just heard, oh, this is delicious and it's healthier, or they really have specific allergies that they're dealing with? I think it's both. People who don't have allergies order from from my bakery, and obviously people who have allergies order from my bakery. It's not um, one or the other because, like I said, you can't tell the difference. If, if a host has a, a, an allergic child, let's say, and she has a party and she has 50 kids, she'll order 50 cupcakes, let's say. Everybody will be eating those cupcakes even if they don't have allergies and nobody's going to say, ooh, this tastes healthy. No, they just say, okay, this is good. Or, you know, they're just eating it. There's, there's no, there are no complaints. It's just everyone Delicious. enjoys it. Yeah. All right, so Debbie, I'm sure this is a question my listeners are dying to ask you. How do you work in a bakery and not eat like 50 cupcakes a day? <laughs> you know, oh, really? it's easy. I mean, after a while, you're not really going to do that. You just get, you know, you, you get your self-control and one cookie will do it and you're happy, you know, with a cup of coffee. It's filling. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know yeah. if I could do that, but power oh, to yeah. you, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm from Boston, and we all imagine that everyone in L.A., it's just like drinking green juice, not eating cupcakes. You know, so how do they fit, you know, even healthy treats into like a healthy lifestyle? Oh, boy. Let me tell you, everyone in L.A., from A-list actors to directors to Hollywood studio, they're all eating this stuff. They're all eating cupcakes. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not every day, but yes, they do have occasions. You know, it's a big celebratory town. There are always occasions, whether it's a birthday or a holiday or an opening or whatever. There are events that they need stuff that 
you know, people like for dessert, and they want the best of the best. You know, these people want to be to be healthy and, and serve healthy things. So they do indulge um, with things that are healthy, like my my treats. And I'm not the only one who does it, but they know that they're getting high-quality, healthy treats for them and their guests. Awesome. Well, we're going to be heading off to break, and everybody stay tuned because we have so much to learn from Debbie Adler about her delicious cupcakes and her savory treats and all these wonderful, healthy alternatives. So stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a busy, stressed, and hungry go-getter who knows what to do to get healthier but has trouble doing it? The problem with popular diets is that they were designed for other people, not you. Sure, they might work for the short term, but for the longer term results, you need a plan designed specifically for your unique body and lifestyle. How about the stress in your life? Do you ever stop and take a deep breath? Do you know what all this stress is doing to your health? Healthy living strategist and author of Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed, Lisa Lutan will get you on your way with coaching, online courses and challenges, and even retreats. You will learn tips and strategies to help you calm down, get healthy, and make you feel and look better than ever. For a limited time, Lisa Lutan is offering a free 15-minute breakthrough session to help you get started feeling better right away. Just visit HealthyHappyAndHip.com to get your free 15-minute breakthrough strategy session. That's HealthyHappyAndHip. Yes, you heard it right. HealthyHappyAndHip.com and enter your info in the contact page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. Feel like sending an email instead? Send it to Lisa at HealthyHappyAndHip.com. Now, back to Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed. Here again is Lisa Lutan. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm chatting with Debbie Adler, who's the owner of the allergy-free, vegan, gluten-free, sugar-free bakery, Sweet Debbie's Organic Cupcakes in L.A. And we're talking about all things delicious food that's healthy, that just tastes great, and all that wonderful stuff. Now, Debbie, I have a question for you. So, I'm not a very good cook, but I love to cook. And I think it's because I discovered late in life that I love to cook. And my family teases me that, well, you leave out all the good stuff, you know, because I'm always trying to experiment. Like, what's a healthier version? Now, how would you go about that? Let's say you had a food that you loved and you wanted to make a healthier version. How would you even go about doing that? Well, I do that a lot. Um, you know, I remember before I was plant-based and vegan, things that I love to eat, seafood and cheese, and I now think, well, if I want to recreate one of my favorite 
things from from then. Um, let's say it's lobster. Uh, I used to love to eat lobster, not all the time, of course, but you know, it was it was a treat. And let's say lobster rolls. Um, I would just say, okay, well, it's a meaty thing. What what in the plant based kingdom is meaty? And I came up with a delicious recipe, and I use hearts of palm. Hearts of palm are a fabulous substitute for seafood, and you can make anything seafood-like with hearts of palm, just depending on what it is. You know, I can make crab cakes, now lobster, and I use, you know, whatever that old conventional way was, you know, if they have certain spices, I can maybe use the same spices, and it'll taste really close to that dish, and sometimes even better. So I do that a lot, and I remember things that I craved, you know, mac and cheese. All right, I can't use cheese, but maybe I can use nutritional yeast and something else to make it creamy. And, you know, you, you maybe you don't get it on the first try, but eventually, because I'm <laughs> so determined, um, I'll get it. I'll get it. And as a matter of fact, you know, these recipes I'm mentioning are in my book, Sweet, Savory, and Free, because people want to have those comforting recipes and don't want to give up anything. (laughs) They're very, very reluctant to give up their food. So this way, you don't have to give up anything. What's your favorite recipe in the new book? Well, mentioning the crab cakes now, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably one of my favorites. It is just so satisfying, and, um, you know, you're, you really don't miss anything because it tastes exactly like crab cakes. So I would say my crab cakes are one of my favorites. Um, I make a, an enchilada dish that is out of this world. Um, you know, it has lentils, and it's just, it's, it's, fat, it's, so, it's so, so yummy, um, and I make it in ramekins, so everyone gets their own portion. And I make a, um, it's all Greek to me pizza that's like a, like a Greek salad on top of a pizza, uh, which is also my favorite. So those, just three of, you know, I have over a hundred in there. Sounds so yummy. I'm just like yeah. visualizing each <laughs> one of them. So like, let's suppose you're creating a new recipe. How long does it take you from start to finish to create this new recipe? You know, it depends because sometimes I get it on the first try. It doesn't always happen that way. But I, I was trying to figure out something with cauliflower the other day to make My a favorite. Samosa. Hmm? My favorite. I'm cauliflower obsessed. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. And because um, I had eaten something at a restaurant. It was vegan, but I wanted to recreate it at home. And on the first try, I got it. It was so exciting. But that, you know, so maybe 20 minutes. But that doesn't, it, it usually doesn't happen that way. And I have to go over it and over it days, weeks. Um, an example of something that took forever, months and months, was my red velvet cupcakes. This was for my first book. And I was so determined because everybody loves red velvet cupcakes. And I was so determined not to use that red dye that you need for red velvet, and I needed to do it with, you know, beets or or something red, you know, a fruit or a a vegetable that was red, but the problem is when you cook a red vegetable, it turns brown, Mm. and yeah, it was so frustrating, so I had to learn chemistry, I had to learn how to maintain the red by using acidic 
um, elements such as lemon juice or apple cider vinegar in the right proportions so that the red didn't turn brown. That took me so long. I mean, to this day, my husband says, and he sees if I make, you know, if, if I make those red velvet cupcakes, he says, wow, that took a long time. <laughs> Even <laughs> so what the, did you finally use to make it red? I keep thinking in my mind, pomegranate seeds. Oh, like- cranberries. Cranberries. Yeah. So smart. Yeah, but I, ha- I had to use a lot of lemon juice to maintain that redness to make them still come out of the oven red. So, mm. it, yeah, it, it was a process. So that took maybe six months to figure out. That's amazing. It must be really fun. Now, no. are you actually spending, <laughs> tell me about a typical day in the life of Debbie Adler. You know, are you in the bakery? Are you home testing recipes? Are you being a mom? Like, what's a day like? Well, all those things. Um, recently, being that my book, uh, I was writing a book, so that took me home a lot to, to, to write while my son is in school. We recently got a puppy uh, in December, so that changed my life a lot. I, I you know, have to be home to walk the dog and take care of him now. Um, I, I do a lot of my own you know, social media. Um, so I'm doing that. Uh, I'm in the process now that the book is already ready to launch uh, on June 6th. I'm in the process of getting, you know, people interested and, and doing all that stuff, um, creating more recipes for my followers because I do send them out every Wednesday, a little tree, you know, a little new recipe. So I'm always thinking, what can I send them? What, you know, what, what holiday is coming up? So it's all those things, and I have to pick up my son at 3.15 from school and take him to whatever activity. So it's all those things you said. Sometimes I'm at the bakery. I, there are certain um, clients I take care of myself, and um, so I'm you know, available for that. So it's everything, wearing a lot of hats and getting it all done and trying to take care of myself at the same time because that's important too. It's busy. It's very, very busy. <laughs> As you well know. I, I do know. And how do you handle like the stress? Because I know we're all running around doing a million things. And how do you stay grounded during all that? I don't, but I, <laughs> I, I, I do. What I do when I don't feel grounded is I take a moment and I listen to the Deepak Chopra, Oprah, 21-day meditations. I've bought several of them and I just like take one of them, it doesn't even matter which one, and I listen to it because there's always something I learn. Even if I've listened to it before, I always pick up something else from it, and that really calms me down. And I just, I go, you know what? This this is what it's about. It, it's about your inner true self and not, you know, worrying about how successful I am and, you know, who, what people think of me and all that. It's, it's about who you are and who you're helping and your, your true self. And it always comes back to that. And that's how I stay grounded. It's just a very simple, very basic thing that I think all children should learn because we are in this country, especially, we are always being compared to other people. And as children, you know, it's all about success and achievement and grades and what college you're going to go to. And really, these kids have to learn. I wish I learned this at that age when, you know, maybe my son's age. I'm trying to instill this in him is who you are. 
being yourself, no matter what anybody says, that is so important and being good with that. That is I think so that's important. so important, but not just for children. I think even women, you know, I know both of us are in our 50s, correct? And yeah. even at our age, I think women and men, we're still learning that now, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. It's just this, I wish I had known this long ago. And once I did, because I, you know, I, I'm very hard on myself and I'm sure you are too, being type A, I, I'm just assuming. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Um, you, you're hard on yourself and, and we, we're, you know, we're always beating ourselves up and we're not doing enough, we're not successful enough, we're not good enough moms, we're not good enough at our businesses. And man, oh man, I've learned to take, you know, just take a step back and realize you're doing it well. You're, you're serving people every single day and, and that's good. That's enough. It's so good and it's so important. And by the way, before yeah. I forget, I wanted to mention the Oprah, Oprah Deepak meditation mm-hmm. series that's going on right now is fabulous yes. if you're not listening. It's a yes. really good one. The hope. Yes, I'm, I am every day. Yeah, Really good mm-hmm. one, listeners. If you're not doing it, Oprah and Deepak do a free 21 meditation challenge every few months. And it's always a different theme. And it's free right now. It's awesome. I recommend it. But back to what you're saying, because I think it's so important, the whole like, I'm not good enough and the compare, you know, compare and despair and all that. Like, how can we help others, you know, with that? I know that's not about cupcakes, but I think it is about health in general and being okay with ourselves and being good role models. Like, what do you think, if you were going to tell our listeners, like, what is some advice you have for them to start this journey of a little bit more self-compassion mm. and acceptance? Yes. Well, you know, I am a student of this every day. I learn every day from Deepak and Oprah. I have learned from them that we are born good. We are born there is nothing we have to achieve in our lives to to become to become it is already there we have it inside of us and you don't have to do anything but to be true to that to be true to who you were who you are and how how you were born and just to to live your truth and that's really all there is to it. And not to be, it is good to achieve and it's good to um, be successful. But, but that comes just with being who you are and, and just trying to be aware. Because sometimes we talk in our heads, we're talking, 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 oh, you know, not good enough. Why did I do that? That's, oh, I'm regretting this and look what I did 10 years ago. I can't believe I did that. And you, you go through things in your mind. I know I do, and then I catch myself because now I have more awareness about it thanks to, to these meditation tapes. And I, I say, oh, my God, you know, I'm, I'm reliving things that happened so many years ago. What a waste of time. It is, it's, it's a practice. You have to practice being aware and catch yourself. If you regret something or you're, you're beating yourself up for something that happened a year ago or even a minute ago, just be aware of it and say, no, I'm in the present. And you know what? In the present, there are infinite possibilities. Anything can happen now. 
because we tend to base our expectation of ourselves on our past. Well, I wasn't successful then. Why would I be successful now? I wasn't a millionaire then. Why would I ever make money now? That has nothing to do with it. Anything is possible because now is now. And anything can happen now. And that's the best advice I could give, and that's the best advice I've been given by doing the discipline, the, the meditations, and, and the, the philosophy that, that Deepak and Oprah have great, graciously given us with these meditations. We need to hang out together, I think. (laughs) I'm totally on the same page with you. But, you know, one thing that I think is so challenging for type A people, and I think a lot of our listeners might be the same, is that balance of really being mindful, being in the present, being okay with the right now, but also having goals and dreams and working to the future. And I'm sure, you know, you're very ambitious. You have your bakery. You have your second book on the way. You know, what is there a bigger picture? Is there something down the road that you're dreaming of right now, or are you taking it day by day? You know, I used to be that way. You know, I'll be happy when my book is a New York Times bestseller. I'll be happy when I make seven figures. I'll, no. That is so not the way to go about life. It doesn't happen that way. And I now have learned to take it day by day. Every day I, I try, I shouldn't say I do it because sometimes I don't, but I'm aware that I don't. And when I see, feel myself or catch myself doing the old stuff, which is, well, I'll be happy when, I say, uh-uh, be happy now. This is the moment, this is all I have, and I'm going to make the most of this moment. And that's what I try to do every single moment of the day. Me too, it's hard. It's really really hard, and it's true, it is a practice, but it's a very worthwhile practice. Do you talk about any of your philosophy in your books, or do you keep it strictly recipes? Um. If I do, it's in passing. I, I do want to, maybe my third book, because I think it's so important. But when I do, where, where I do talk about both is in my courses. Because these meditations and this new way of thinking has affected me so dramatically for the good, I feel very strongly that eating plant-based and vegan is great, but you can't be happy just being vegan. You know, that, that's, that's not enough. You have to do, do it all. You have to have a good mindset. You have to exercise and you have to eat well to have that whole picture that I'm talking about. So in my courses, one of them is Plant Powerful Life GPS, I do talk about what you're saying, the, the meditations and what I do to keep grounded and to keep happy, to live in the moment, to, to be okay with myself. Like, I'm good enough as it is. I don't have to accomplish one more thing to be good. It is enough. You are enough. I talk about that in my courses because there I have the leeway to, to do what I feel is important for my people, for the people who follow me. And in addition to the food, every, it's everything. It's learning how to cook plant-based. 
It's it's learning how to meditate, learning how to do qigong, learning how to you know to lengthen your telomeres, which is the stuff in our DNA that if you can elongate, which we do have control over, by the way, we elongate that. We elongate our life. So I talk about that. How to elongate your life with doing things besides eating good food, which does elongate your life, but there are other things as well. It's such a good point because I think most people just think good health is, you know, what you eat and exercise and that's about it. Maybe a little sleep in there. And we're broadening that definition so much. And I think it's so critical to explain to people that that's just one tiny piece of a healthy, calm, productive, happy life. So we're Mm going to go to break right now. But when we come back, we're going to hear more about your courses, more about your book and more from Debbie Adler. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a busy, stressed, and hungry go-getter who knows what to do to get healthier but has trouble doing it? The problem with popular diets is that they were designed for other people, not you. Sure, they might work for the short term, but for the longer term results, you need a plan designed specifically for your unique body and lifestyle. How about the stress in your life? Do you ever stop and take a deep breath? Do you know what all this stress is doing to your health? Healthy living strategist and author of Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed, Lisa Lutan will get you on your way with coaching, online courses and challenges, and even retreats. You will learn tips and strategies to help you calm down, get healthy, and make you feel and look better than ever. For a limited time, Lisa Lutan is offering a free 15-minute breakthrough session to help you get started feeling better right away. Just visit HealthyHappyAndHip.com to get your free 15-minute breakthrough strategy session. That's HealthyHappyAndHip. Yes, you heard it right. HealthyHappyAndHip.com and enter your info in the contact page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. Feel like sending an email instead? Send it to Lisa at HealthyHappyAndHip.com. Now, back to Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed. Here again is Lisa Lutan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm talking with Debbie Adler, the owner of the nationally renowned allergy-free, vegan, gluten-free, and sugar-free bakery, Sweet Debbie's Organic Cupcakes, and the author of Sweet Debbie's Organic Treats, and her upcoming book is all about sweet, savory, and free. So, so much exciting stuff about food, which you know I love to talk about. So, Debbie, (laughs) I'm sure people are wondering, what do you eat in a typical day? Well, you know, it varies um, because I just like to to cook at night and then have leftovers. It makes my life easier. So um, I, I love to eat salads and put lots of stuff on top. So if I if I made like an eggplant parmesan or veggie burgers um, or veggie sushi the night before, I'll make a salad. 
uh, every day for lunch, let's say, and then I'll put all that stuff on top of it to make it really fun because a salad to me is boring just to have lettuce and tomato and cucumber. So I always like to put something hearty on top. So every day I would say it's like a salad with whatever I made the night before on top of it. And then that night for dinner, um, I tried to have some sort of routine, but it, it really varies. Uh, like just recently we started Taco Tuesday, which is such a huge relief for me because my son, like I said, has these severe allergies and to introduce anything new and have him not react to it is a major big deal. So we finally did tacos this past Tuesday, and he loved it, and he didn't react. So now I could do Taco Tuesday, which is is good. It gives me structure. I love that. (laughs) What's on Wednesday? Well, Wednesday happened to be Wednesday Quesadilla Day because I I found these cactus quesadillas at, at Whole Foods, which I had never seen before. What are cactus quesadillas? We need to know. Well, they they put cactus in them. I had seen cactus leaves at the farmer's market on Sunday, and I said, what do you do with this? And she said, oh, pico de gallo and this and that and Mexican dishes. And I said, oh, that's interesting, and I kept walking. And then when I went to Whole Foods, I see they use the same cactus in these tortilla. And I said, okay, that this is a sign. I've got to get this. And I did, and they're so good. And I really? These. Oh man, I've never seen them. Yeah, uh, Cabo Chips makes them. You know the the Cabo Chips company. I'm gonna look. Sometimes uh, Whole Foods in California has things that we don't have out here. But I'm gonna look oh. online. Cactus. Everybody hear that? Cactus quesadillas. We yeah. hear about the most interesting new foods on the show. Yeah, I'll tell so you, that's a new thing. And I and I just put mushrooms in there and pumpkin and um, kale. And just, it's delicious. But that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you a snacker? Oh, yeah. I, I live on snacks. I, I snack all day. <laughs> One of the things I get asked all the time is like, you know, what's a snack? And I'm like, you know, the normal, you know, veggies and hummus and hard-boiled eggs and all those things that we hear all over. What are some ideas of snacks that most people might not have thought of? Well... I, I tend to put everything in the freezer. I'm just weird that way. I like to have everything cold. So um, I'm a typical snacker, though. I mean, I know you said hum- hummus and chips. I mean, to me, a snack is a snack, and I tend to snack on things that I sell at my bakery, like cookies and um, little tartlets. I make little, like... Um, Chocolate cream pies made from avocado and cacao powder with a nut and a, a seed crust, Yum. which is out of this world. It's 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 um it's not even baked. It's a raw seed crust with um cacao and avocado with a little coconut nectar whipped up, and I freeze those. And that that's my that's my snack. And it's can so- I get the recipe for that? That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's it's in my book, um, Sweet, Savory, and Free. I'll send you a book. Um, So that, to me, is so satisfying. It's like a frozen custard. So that's what I, uh, that's one of the things. Anyway, I have a pumpkin pilot that's similar. Seed crust, pumpkin in the middle with whatever topping, you know, like a coconut cream topping. I love that. And, you know, it's it's healthy and it's sweet and it's satisfying. 
So I'm eating that stuff all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you're, and you're a poster child for it. That's great that you can eat treats and still look great. Yeah, and I exercise. You know, I love exercise. It's, it, I don't, I'm not a morning exercise person. I don't know how people just get up and run. I do it in the middle of the day after I've been sitting a lot, and mm. that's my release. I run in the middle of the day. It's like, yes, now I'm ready to run or do, it, do something else. Well, it's good because actually those morning hours are your sharpest hours, so if, especially if you're writing a book, something like that. It's yeah. probably good to get some of that work done. Yes, absolutely. Do you like writing the cookbooks? Is it fun for you or is it hard, hard work or both? Well, it's satisfying. I don't know if it's fun per se. It's very satisfying when you get your recipe right. It is, it is the best feeling. It's hard, hard work. I mean, I don't think many people realize this because I certainly didn't when I started writing cookbooks is that when you word things in a cookbook in your recipe, when you're explaining how to do something, it has to be said the same way throughout the cookbook. Why? So That's just like a rule in cookbook writing. So yeah. if you're saying um, uh, add onions to a saute pan over medium heat, you have to say that every single time you're talking about onions in a saute pan or every time you're talking about garlic in a saute pan, you have to say it the same way. It's exhausting. I know people have legends to keep track of how they say I don't do that because I'm not that organized and I probably wouldn't even refer to it if I made a legend. So I'm always trying to remember, how did I say it the last time? And I have to go back. How did I say it? It is exhausting. And, um, it sounds exhausting. <laughs> I'm exhausted just listening to that. Right. So it's hard, hard, hard work. But let me tell you, when it's done, it is very, very satisfying. And you know that you're going to help people, that people are waiting to get your recipes. And it's exciting at the end when you know it's coming together and your publisher accepts it because they don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) It's in your contract that they don't have to accept it. So when they accept it and, you know, it's all put together and you see the photography, um, it's very exciting, but it is hard, hard work. But somebody has to do it, and I'm very privileged to be able to do it and, and have people who want to, to learn from it and, to, and to, to cook from it. And I'm so excited because so many of the things that you don't put in your recipes are things that in my programs, like I take out and people are always saying, oh, do you have more recipes, more recipes? So I can like add them to my courses. So yeah, <laughs> that's really, really exciting. So you mentioned before that you do cooking classes. Now, are those in the bakery or at your home or online? They're online. So and anybody- are they recorded? How does that work? Yes, they are recorded on video. And so people all over the world can access them. You just, you know, you, you, you pay the, the, the fee and you, you're granted access to the course for life. So you could always refer to it and you just take it as you go. It's a five-week course and you just go at your own pace. And is it like a different recipe each week? N- no, it's uh, broken up into different uh, categories. So you know, one one week I'll be talking about how to lengthen your telomeres, um, how to use spices without salt, um, 
I don't even remember now. Um, and then one week is something else. I talk about how to stock your pantry, and then I take you through my kitchen and my drawers and what's in my refrigerator, what's in my freezer, and how I prep for the week. And then finally, yes, I do do recipes and, and show you how to make the recipes and tricks and tips and the, yeah, so and pictures of the final recipe. Um, and then if people want to learn how to transition to plant-based, I, I talk about 10 ways to make a successful transition to a plant-based, animal protein-free lifestyle. Sounds like an amazing course. Where do they find that course? Uh, they could just go to my website, uh, TV. Or just email me and I could set them up. My email is debbie at debbieadler.tv. Cool. So, Debbie, what's coming for you down the road? You've written a couple books. You have the bakery. I know you're living in the moment, but if you could dream big <laughs> right now, what would? Where's, where's the next mountain to climb? Oh, boy. Um, I would like to create more courses I, 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 you know, I'm always having ideas. Oh, I bet people would love this. And I'm like, I have to put it in a course. And that's where I'm at now. I'm, I'm, I'm creating another course that e- that's even more comprehensive than Plant Powerful Life GPS. And that, that excites me just to get my courses out to more people because I, I know that it's helped me. And if I could help others, I know that, that, that I can make an impact for the better on people's lives, and that excites me so much. So it's just about reaching as many people as possible, and I can do that through my courses because, like I said, they, anyone in the world can access them. That's really exciting. Now, is this new course tied with the book? Yes, it is because the, um, well, Plant Powerful Life is because it has some of the recipes from the book, and I do show you how to make them. So, yeah, so if you have the book and you're not sure or you want some help, there I am, you know, going through it with you, you know, how, how to make the, it's, its desserts and the savory as well. So that sounds like amazing to me. So you have this cookbook and you open it up and you see this amazing like avocado cacao mousse thing that you're drooling over mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could go in and see a video of somebody making it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's super exciting. So, and the book's coming out in June, right? June 6th. So exciting. Are you planning any launch parties? Well, I was thinking of doing something on Facebook Live, having people over and eating some things from the book and then going live and showing people how to make this particular, whatever dish I'm making and then having a giveaway of the product that I'm using, whatever, you know, if it's noodles, the, the, the noodles I use, um, because it's, you know, it's all gluten-free and, and healthy and maybe people don't know about a certain brand. So I'll, I'll do a giveaway. I'll do a, um, you know, like a cooking demo. Um, so maybe that will be my launch party. I think that would be a, a very um, I- integral way of, you know, including everybody, having some people at my house, but, but sharing it with anybody who wants to participate by doing it on Facebook Live. That sounds really fun. I I hope you send me an invite because I'd love to attend. Okay. Very, very fun. So, so Debbie, 
what, you know, your book's coming out, you've got so much on your plate, you're developing this course, you know, you've got, like literally, I, I feel your, uh, your busyness and exhaustion, like what's the thing you love doing the most out of all the incredible things you do? Eating. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love eating. I love, I love eating too. <laughs> I love just, you know, making a healthy, because I feel so good. I mean, yes, I do love to go out to eat, and, you know, there's so many good vegan restaurants in L.A., of course, um, but nothing makes me feel better than creating a delicious, I mean, out-of-this-world meal and knowing what's in it, you know, knowing I'm not going to suffer afterwards <laughs> from digestive distress and just enjoying it and meditating on it. That is my favorite thing to do in the world. Oh, it sounds so, so yummy. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to, I know you mentioned briefly before, but I would like you to let everybody know, you know, about your website and about all the things you're offering and where they can reach you. Well, right now, I am offering, I'll start with the the, <laughs> the good stuff. I'm offering my course that I spoke about, Plant Powerful Life GPS, for free. Now, this is a $200 course, by the way, for free if your reader, your your readers, your listeners, go on Amazon right now and buy the book. All they have to do is buy my uh, sweet savor and free, um, pre-order it, and they just email me the receipt to debbie at debbieadler.tv. I will give them access to my two hundred dollar course, which will probably change their lives. So that's my offer for your listeners. Um, so they could always ask me questions. I'm always available um, if they have a question at Debbie at DebbieAdler.tv. My website is www.DebbieAdler.tv, as in television, TV. And that is where you can find me. I'm also on Facebook. Um, Debbie Adler, um, I think it's Sweet Debbie Adler, for the plant-based recipes. And, of course, my bakery has its own Facebook page, Sweet Debbie's Organic Cupcakes, but the one for the plant-based cooking is is the Debbie Adler. And um, I'm also on Twitter and, and also on um, Instagram, at, uh, at Sweet Debbie's for Instagram and at Organic Cupcakes for Twitter. Debbie, thank you so much for that generous offer for our listeners, and thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been such a treat for me. Ha-ha. Oh, treat. thank you, Lisa. <laughs> oh, it's been fun and, and, and wonderful talking to you, and I really hope we get to meet very soon. Me too. I'm going to have to come to L.A., or you'll have to come east, and we will rendezvous for some healthy, yummy eating. Okay. <laughs> Date on. on. Okay, well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you all for listening today. Come visit me at healthyhappyandhip.com and join my community. Right on the first page of that website is a link to join my thriving Facebook community where you get just free tips and strategies on healthy living. Have a beautiful week and take care. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode on busy, stressed, and food obsessed. Did you get some great ideas from today's show? Join Lisa Lutan again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week.